highfalutin, lazy, or foo-foo America gets, we will never stop hunting and fishing. This is The Hunting Quest. The Hunting Quest. We take one hour of every week and talk about our favorite things in the world, hunting and fishing. You'll get tips and help on the fishing environment locally in the DMV area. Plus, we're going to have fun along the way. This is The Hunting Quest. And now your hosts, Mike Tippin and Mark Davis. All muted. There we go. You're awful today, man. I couldn't hear a word you're are saying. Are we live? We're, we're at episode 22 today. We're uh, our guest, uh, Mike Tippin. Um, he is a drove a Volkswagen here today. I did not. Uh, he likes craft beers. Did somebody send me the link? And um, as you can tell by his hat and his shirt, that's, that's what we're about. Nobody likes you. Nobody's listening yet. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> All right, but you got that part right. Did you get that hat from England? No. I got this hat from I don't know where, Did but you, I like it. Who makes it? Should know. we shout out the company that made the hat today? Sponsored by um, RidiculousHats.com. No, it's a Boston Scully. <clears throat> I shaved today. No, I shaved a couple of days ago. Yeah? I can see. It's getting a little much. My yeah. top hair. The non-beard hair was too long. We can't yeah. just do the top without fixing the bottom. Well, I'm telling you right you know now, I man. You get into this, once you'll figure it out, like, when when it gets cold and you get old and you need to keep your head warm, <laughs> <Is that alarm? laughs> I tell you what the crazy part is. It's a lot of uh, it's like we said the other day. It's a lot of work to groom the beard. Oh, it's it's painful. I mean, there is a ton of work. I got to fix my mic for a second. Sorry, here we go. Yeah, it's not it's not that easy um, to do. No, um, and then you got to deal with all the other crap associated with you know how to you know the itchy and the you know, uh, you know, the, how to, you know, when you wake up and you got like, you know, people here bedhead, there's a real thing called beard, you know, beard face. Somebody asked me today if, um, I was dying my beard red because they thought that my hair wasn't red and my hair is not really red. It's somewhat red. You know what I mean? In real life. Um, but this is like, you know, bright red beard. So they were like, Oh, you're dying your beard. And you died at the gray still comes out. I was like, well, that's a sign that I didn't die it. <laughs> you probably wouldn't be able to see the gray, but whatever. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have plenty of gray. I'm not going to die it. Um, it's not my thing. Um, oh, we forgot our timer today. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't have much. I have a little bit. Um, a little bit of gray. Well, I got plenty of it for you. So. It's right here. I got it. Like here, just in this area right here. So, <laughs> um, anyways, how was you, how was your week? Um, okay, lived through the giant ice storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I tell you what, that really wasn't that bad. Um, we had. I tell you what, that we did. We well, did. you're further west. I keep forgetting that. So, so. we actually did get ice. Um, yeah, we got ice, but were, it was first in the morning. The trees were covered and everything like that. And as the day went on, the ice progressed. Yep. Um, really? So even this morning when I left, I had to start the car and get the ice off the car. Really? Yeah. So it was it was a little different up there. Um, like you said, not not a ton different, but yeah, it was definitely mm. um, a little more than normal. Yeah, ours was a little more than like the frost. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like we we definitely had some ice. Um, we didn't get any snow at all. I never saw it snow once. Of course, it was during the night, so I wasn't up all night. But I never saw a bit of snow. <laughs> My wife stayed up just to see snow. 
just to see. She loves snow. Did it actually snow? Yeah, a little guys? bit. It was yeah. like, I mean, it was like a dusting, not even a dusting. But uh, yeah, we she stayed up just so you know. And, and I didn't say anything to her. I walked in. I walked outside and I was letting the dogs out and came back in and, and it was you know it was snowing when I went outside. And so I was like, "Hey, you want to take the dogs out?" She, she goes, "Why? It's snowing!" She was so excited. So she loves it. She, I mean, that's her thing. You know, she hates it being like stupid cold unless it's just like full on snow and uh yeah that's her thing so well it's kind of like you're all excited when the winter starts like how it's gonna be yeah you know all that kind of stuff and then the um around christmas time comes and you're like oh there's the snow what's it doing right, all right yeah. i'm done i don't need more winter you know yeah. what i mean so it's it's interesting to see but um but around here you're gonna find it pretty much as you know uh you know january february time frames when we're getting the majority of our snow so it's definitely weird you never know what's going to happen. Here. Yeah, I mean, it could be you know nothing all all winter. Well, hell, the damn the weatherman can't get it right. So. Supposedly, I saw something about it's not supposed to be a lot of snow this Thursday year. or something. Some precipitation, yeah. but yeah, again, it's it's far out. So yeah, Thursday or Friday. I think it's Friday. Friday is supposed to uh, Thursday it, night into Friday morning it, or something. So one of them is I don't know Christmas Eve is so Christmas is Saturday, right? Uh, no, so, uh, yeah. Friday, Christmas, the 23rd is on Friday. So Christmas Eve would be Saturday. Christmas is yeah. on Sunday. No, I think Christmas is on Saturday. Man. If only we had a phone to tell. Man, this is, this is what we got to do here. Uh, I think I'm right. I but, think you're wrong. So the 24th is on Saturday. And the 25th is on Sunday. Is it? Because the twenty yeah. third is our cookie baking day. Oh yeah, sure. So um, I, I know this. I, I, we've been planning this for like two weeks now. So it's a shame. I really thought I was correct. You were wrong. I thought I was right. So, you, but maybe how, was, how those words taste? Maybe you were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> maybe Friday is the day that I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, it's um, supposed to snow. It's supposed to snow on Friday. Yep, it's supposed to snow on Friday. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's hard to figure out exactly what's. But again, it's so far out. We yep. never really know. They'll never get it close. Never have a clue. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not too concerned about it. So, well, no, I think we actually kind of cool. But if it's no decent, you know, I'll, and then you have like an actual like white Christmas, which I think I've only had like once in my life that I can remember. So I can remember it snowing on Thanksgiving, though. Yeah. I can remember having like a rough Thanksgiving, yeah. where there was like enough snow where we had sledding, yeah. And then I can remember I never remembered snowing in May. It's never mm-hmm. snowed in May that I remember close at like the end of April, but now I never remember snow right. in May. And I think the earliest I remember it snowing significantly was on Thanksgiving because family came down and it's so. I can remember being stationed when I was stationed in Maine, right? That doesn't count. Well, hold on. It every, snows there all year. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But every year, Thanksgiving, it seemed like it snowed, right? But the entire time I was there, not one time did I ever have a white Christmas. Now, it would snow like, it would snow like the day before. And it would cover or, it. Or, 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 and it would be like maybe the day after we'd have snow, but it never snowed on Christmas. It wasn't until I moved here that I got my very first white Christmas. I am really excited about Christmas, which, I mean, I'm Everybody's usually always say about Christmas, but overly, because we every year it seems like somebody gets sick, we could have yeah. we didn't get to do Thanksgiving because I got yep. COVID and that really sucked. Yep. And I still have a turkey in the freezer and figure out what to do with that. And <laughs> um really fresh turkey too. So all those things, yep. you know, and it's like Christmas is coming. And that's like when we were coming over being sick, we're still, you know, coming over being sick. I still have um, you know, 
I'm so confident stuff a little bit here. They yeah, exhausted. Yeah. So every time something I don't feel good, I'm like, oh my God, please don't get sick. Oh my God, I don't get sick. I'm like, yeah. And I went to the doctor the other day and she was like, I'm full of people with flu. I'm like, oh, get out of there. Don't, you know, I don't want to get sick. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Because, you know, and it's funny because the whole COVID time, we didn't do anything either. Like, right. Most of the time, COVID. And, um, you know, my sister was a teacher. Most of us, well, she is a teacher, she's a principal. So she's always having. You know, she's getting it first, and she's always really worried yep. about it. So that was having issues then. And that was even, like, on Thanksgiving, I was ready to go. Like, yeah. I was going to go. I felt better. And she was like, yeah. take another COVID test. It was positive. So <laughs> because I think it's funny that in the, the four years, three years this has been happening, right? I never got it. And then I got it back to back. I got it in July, and yep. then you got it a couple weeks ago. So it's really weird that it happened like that. Yeah. So I just... Well, and, you know, it's funny about being sick is... Um, so... I went to, um, so I went to the, I went to um, a grappling class on Monday, and then on grappling, yep, like grappling fighting, or like grappling throwing grappling hooks. No, grappling. I would have rather it been grappling hook class. Yeah, no, okay. we can do that though. That'd be a cool I class. Don't know how to teach that one. <laughs> so I made grappling, you know, I made grappling class and um, met this really cool dude. Uh, we partnered up. His name was Bob. Okay. So. We were sitting there, and and you know, I told Bob, he says, "You're going to be back on the next, you know, the next grappling day." I said, "Yeah, I'll be back, dude." Tuesday morning, I had to go into work, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Man, you know, I had like this little cough. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I just, you know, I had this cough." And I was like, "All right, you know, no big deal." Tuesday night, I come home, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "I am not okay. I am not okay." And I, I mean, I, I was like asleep by like. Super, super early in bed, knocked out, woke up, you know, and, and, you know, I woke up, but wasn't feeling great, you know, but I was like, I'm not going back to any, it was supposed to be back on Wednesday. I was going back to grappling class. I'm like, I ain't getting out of bed. You know, I, I, I barely got to work, but, um, you know, and I worked from home and all that. It was nice, but I was, I was sitting there and I was like, so Bob, if you're listening, uh, sorry, wasn't trying to gaff you off. I just was not feeling well, but you know, it, it was like, here it is Friday. Feel it way, way better. What was the term so, you just used? What's that? Gaff you off? Yeah, gaff you off. You never heard that? Nope. Oh, really? Nope. Never uh, heard that. Gaff, yeah. I think of like when you're fishing. Yeah. And, you, and then try to gaff you, you off. You gaff something? Yeah. So like, trying to gaff you off. Sorry, I wasn't trying to throw a spear at you. Right, exactly. What's wrong? Look at the window. Moose <laughs> <laughs> is just staring at us. He wants to come in really bad. He's not happy. He's really sad. He was in here earlier because he was trying to be, you know, not mess up the wires. Right. So he sat in the corner, and I right. thought, okay, maybe he could be in here the whole day. <laughs> yeah. But now he had to kick him out because he messed his stuff up. Yeah. So now he's over there pounding. But um, so um, well, here's something interesting that happened. Yeah. What's up? Virginia puts out their different catalogs about different things. Yep. Some's hunting, fishing. This is. Freshwater fishing and boating that came out. This is new. It just came in the mail. I did. Um, we just got it. Like literally. Like, yeah, that's what Anne was telling. Like today. Yeah, but like, well, I just got it like ten minutes ago. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, this is goes. I mean, these are just something. They yeah, always Virginia produce. puts some new rules in place. Um, most of this is just stuff that you already know. Like, yeah, like you true. should know if you have a um, a boater's license. Or you, yeah. know, you should know a lot of the stuff that's going over, like markers and how that kind of works. But they did do some stuff that's interesting in here. They did change around some things. Yeah, they did. Um, well, we talked about, we saw the one where the invasive species. So we talked about. Hey, Al- look at there. We talked about Alabama bass. Look at that. Joined Loudoun County Sheriff's Office. 
That man, Loudoun County is putting ads everywhere. Hey. You go look at Cat in the Hat in the in the. Uh, you go take Cat in the Hat out of the library, yeah. and there'll be an ad for Loudoun County Sheriff's <laughs> Center. They are they, they are dying for people. It's starting at fifty five thousand to seventy two thousand. Yeah, that's, that's four thousand relocation bonus. Jeez, fifteen days off per month. Oh, so they're working like twelves or something. Okay, so Alabama Bass. We talked about this, right? I, I don't know how they're going to fix this problem because it doesn't look that different. And when you no. look at them, it's really hard. You so can't tell the difference. I don't know what to expect people to do about that because they look so, so similar to me. Alabama bass, regular bass. But, yeah, we need to talk to them. Uh, hey, this is Mark from <laughs> Hunting Crush. You need to change that. They will. But the snakehead thing's interesting. So we yeah. know the snakehead, we know the bowfin. They should do more about telling people not to kill bowfin because we don't have a lot of bowfin around. No. Um, They're not common. Right. Um, Midwest, they get more common than other places, but sure. we don't have many of them around. No, 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 no. They are similar fish. They're both air breathers, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, they look similar. If you've never caught a bowfin and all you've heard about a snakehead, you would right. think that was a snakehead. Sure. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if we're reading this right. I don't know, man. Where is it? So it says it's down at the bottom. <clears throat> this is verbatim what it says. Yeah. You want me to read it or you want to read it? You go ahead and read it. Right. I'll, I'll do some music in the background. <laughs> it says, anglers <laughs> are encouraged to contact DWR with all snakehead catches, but are required to call if they plan to keep a legally caught fish, which must be killed before being taken into possession. So let me, let me ask a couple questions real quick. Yeah. If they're invasive species, there's an illegal way to catch them? <laughs> Nope. Because I thought you could so I thought you could catch whatever you wanted if they're invasive. That's what I thought too. And then it says if legally caught. So if it's not so if you catch it illegally, you don't have to call. First off, apparently. <laughs> um, why they want you to call if you plan on keeping it. Now I under, now, now see I can understand if they said something like if you plan on keeping it and taking it home alive. Oh god, no. Then yeah, I could see them be like, hey, yeah, no. No, but that's not what that's talking about. It definitely says you have to kill it if you're gonna take it home. Right. And they want you Why to, would you do those things? Got massive teeth. Why would you try to keep that alive? That's dumb. Anyway, people have have weird things, but I don't think that's anyway. what that's about. So I don't know. I guess they just want you to call if you're going to eat it. But so like if you, so they say you don't have to kill them anymore if you don't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, because that's what it says. Is you don't have to kill it. Right. I get it. But so my thing is, but then why wouldn't they want you to call if you don't kill it? I don't know. That I don't understand that. We're well, saying you're encouraged to call. Yeah. If you're going to, if you catch one, if no, if you're going to take it home, no, it says anglers are encouraged to contact DNR with snakehead catches, but are required to call. Yep. If you're going to keep it, but why would you be required to call if you're going to keep it, but not required if you're not going to keep it? Well, what's the data difference? I I don't get it. Uh, And maybe it's where they start trying to to track a legally caught fish. Maybe they're trying to track the the the, the keeps. Okay, wait a minute. So are you telling me that they're I don't know how they're going to do it, first of all. Are they calling? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. What? Did they move Snakehead off the, the list? Is it somewhere Invasive? else? No. I don't think so. Um, maybe they did. I don't know. No, there's no way. No. So I don't understand this. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Now, what the hell is a freshwater drum? Oh, drums are freshwater drums are wild. I know what a, I know what drums are. Yeah. They're saying a sheephead is a freshwater drum. Yeah, sheephead's not a freshwater fish. 
You're right. It's got men, people teeth. Yeah, it has people teeth. They're weird. Uh, you ever eat sheephead? No, nah, I mean, I've caught one. never eat one. I don't know that I... I'm trying to remember if I've ever eaten I think people eat them. I, yeah, think people do. I think people like them. I don't know. Fall fish, that's gross. I don't know what a flyer is. It looks like a regular bluegill. Yeah, it's a sunfish. But then there's other... I will say, you know what I'm really shocked about and, and out of all the things that I've learned... I had no idea how many shad were the So <laughs> you go boat fishing. You never catch them, and you always hear about the shad yeah. runs, the shad, and this and that. You never Millions. catch them. And then when you go out at night, and those little Millions suckers, they run them. by the boat like a dolphin or something. Yep. Same thing with the pinfish. Yeah, they are all, well, I knew they were, and I didn't know the gar were there, and I didn't know they were near that many gar. Right. Tons I mean, of them. Now, you talk about a cool pet. Remember when I saw a little baby gar yeah. when we were out there? He was like this big? Oh, yeah. That would have been a cool fish to have in the tank. I had a shovel-nosed catfish forever, and that thing was a beast. We named him Dahmer. He ate his brother. I mean, that makes sense. It would explain the name. Yep. Um, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, if you're out and about and you see one of these, pick it up. We got a whole bunch. They sent us like a couple hundred of them. Yeah. Um, it's worth looking at. It breaks down the counties as a stocking plan for the trout. Yep. Um, Always a good which one. Which is nice because you never have it. And then. Um, well, they got the stocking plan and do they give the dates on when they're going to stock? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, so they give the dates on stocking, but you can't fish, what is it, a week after? And once they stock, you have to wait a week or something like no, that? No, not. No, there's all different kinds of weird ones. So if you look like it at like page, whatever page, I don't know, 30, yeah. this gives you all the weird regulations delayed harvest, catch and release, delayed harvest, seasonal catch mm. and release. So, yeah, there's all kinds of weird trout shit, but, I, I mean, it's not real. Yeah. Well. Because they just dump them in there and you go. Well, tomorrow. But, yeah, this is worth, like I said, if you're, if you're going yeah, out. It's definitely worth looking out, at. Um, um, knowing what the rules are before you get out there so the game warden can't write you. A couple of things have changed. Uh, most of it hasn't. Um, they don't want you stacking rocks anymore in the river. Yeah. That's a big, I noticed that now like five times in these catalogs. And I don't, that, that's with hunters and everybody. Yeah. And then um I don't understand that. The rock stacking <laughs> thing? Why, yeah, why? why people do it? Why people do it. I mean, I get it on the hiking trails. They I do think it. well, so do you know why that's well, part of a problem with hiking trail? So they used to there's a couple of things that are funny about that. They put it with something. On a hiking trail when they would stack the rocks, those mm-hmm. were indicators for trail markers. Right. Well, then randomly people started going in like streams and rivers and waterways and area just stacking rocks. <laughs> oh, God. So now people are like, how the hell do I go? Since where you're supposed to, if it's not part of trail work, just kick it over. Right. Second thing, you ever been on a trail and it has like a four by four that comes out of the ground yep. and it's caught off at a point? Yep. And it'll have like a mile marker on there or something? Yep. Do you know why it's like that? Mm, I used to. I don't remember anymore. So what? it's like this. It's like an angle? Yeah. Do you know why it's an angle? Mm-mm. And not square on the top? No. Why? To tie your shoes. <laughs> that's, that's pretty slick. Yep. All right, I didn't know that. And so you can put your foot against our shoes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Check your shoes. Just one little thing that you would—you never would have thought that that would be. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty slick. That's, that's pretty pretty cool. So yeah, these are out for twenty twenty three, and I guess the other ones should be coming out soon. Yeah. Um, the hunting one and then the waterfowl yeah. one. Well, the hunting one doesn't come out until I think it comes out in June. <sighs> May June. I don't know. We've had them for a, we usually have them for a while. Really? Because they look the same. So well, I know they got to come like, out before turkeys. The color is a little. It's got to come out for spring turkey. Yeah. So uh. spring turkey. Oh, so this is really interesting. Yeah. Somebody tells me near where I live one day. They said, "Hey, have you seen this big fox?" 
That's what Big Fox. They said, Big Fox, it sleeps on top of a round bale all day. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, no, it sleeps, it sleeps in this round bale. And they tell me which round bale it is. So right. every day I look, I never see this, this fox. Okay. And I'm looking all the time. I'm looking, 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 looking. So the other day I'm pulling out of my house. I look over at another field, and I see this orange thing on top of a hay bale. But it's huge, and I can't figure out what it is. What's right. this damn fox? I had the wrong hay bale. <laughs> It is legit. This fox legitly sleeps up there all day. No way. And then every so often he looks and looks around, and then he goes back down, and I guess it's like his spot, and it's the coolest thing ever. No way. I've never seen a fox. Right, it'd be pretty slick. Like that. Well, you know, they're, they're curious and stuff, but yeah. I've never seen one climb and get altitude. Yeah, no. To, to like over, overwatch stuff. No. Which to me is just really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's pretty slick. Yeah, I thought that was pretty darn neat that he was Yeah, that's that. cool as hell. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that from a fox. I didn't know this until, I don't know, probably a couple of years ago. Fox? Typically, don't. I mean, like when there's a like a, a main fox in the area, you typically don't see another fox within a couple of miles. If there's a like a, a I guess you know a head fox, um, they don't. They're not highly social. Now the females will be around, but you typically don't see you know um, foxes, you know male foxes together uh, within a couple of miles of each other. So people don't believe this. This is true. Um, when Moose was little, when he was under a year old, he was outside one day. And I looked out front. He was in the front yard. Mm-hmm. And we're in the middle of nowhere. We're, we're, we're way back in the middle of nowhere. And he's in the this front. This is the place you're at now? Yes. Okay. And we're out there, and he's in the front of the property in the field. And I can see him running around. He's playing around. And I'm thinking, we have one littler dog. Right. It's like Jack Russell size. Maybe a little bit of Jack Russell. And I see her running around. That's the one that kills. That's the one that kills everything. Yeah, I got you. Um, So I'm looking around, and he's playing with something. And I think it's the other dog. So I come in, the the other dog's at the house. Uh Uh-oh. And I was like, what's the dog playing with? She's really talking about. We go outside. And there's a juvenile fox, and they're that darker color, when they look yeah, more, yeah. or at least the one he was, like a more gray and black sure. than the red and orange. Yeah, yeah. And they were running around playing together, and I couldn't <laughs> believe it that this wild fox was. And then we, we caught him back, and he, he laughed no problem. And for like a, like a month, I'd see him every so often playing around. No way. And then he was just disappeared one day. Um, so I asked the vet about it. I was like, is that strange to me? It's strange. It doesn't sound real. And they were like, no, it's not that strange, first off. Yeah. Um, with their juveniles, they don't Yeah, they, don't they know, just don't get it. They yeah. don't know the difference. And she said, the only concern you have to be is that they're both really young, and yeah. you don't want to get each other sick. Sure. So you kind of want to discourage them from being near each other. But as far as like risk of anything, they're like, no, not really. Just little, that's pretty slick. The little guys So that's it. And you know what else I found out from the vet? What's that? We have porcupine around here. Yes. I had no idea we had porcupine around here. I've never seen a porcupine. And he says that that all the time they get calls for quivers in the the dogs. Quills, not quivers. Quills. And I'm like, I've never seen a porcupine. Have you ever seen a dog with with quills in his nose? Looks terrible. Dude. Well, that's what Dummy would do. Moose would be all about it. <laughs> yeah, he got sprayed by a skunk in the face twice in a row. Oh, shows you how Dummy is. Oh, he literally, he, so we used to, when we first moved out, too, we had a ton of skunks, right. which was honestly great. Yeah. Because they're like badgers and they're crazy. They're like, they're um, whatever family that um, weasels and. Um, yeah otters and all that. Mm-hmm. And so they're not afraid of anything. And then on top of that, they have a the smell. So. They keep all the little rodent stuff out. They mm-hmm. mess with them, and they're great. I mean, they're just wandering around. But where we were, they were fearless. Oh, yeah. They'd come right up to you. Right. And not aggressively, just like, come up to you and see what you're doing. And um, 
one was outside, like in the evening. It was really early evening. And Moose went up to him and was checking it out. Yep. And it spun around on Moose. And Anna's trying to find it. I just hear Anna screaming. Yeah. No. And he sprays <laughs> Moose right in the face. And the Moose just doesn't run. He just stares at him. <laughs> He's been shocked. And then he sprays him again. And it was like, oh, my God. It was. <laughs> Two it took so shots. long to get this. We had to buy, like, the, uh, I don't know, the skunk stuff. Fluid, yeah. Like, <laughs> And that stuff's not cheap. Well, I tied him to the four wheeler, like with two, two oh, different, like because no. he didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to get washed. So I tied right. him with like two different um, leashes. Yeah, and then I started hosing him off them and just started pouring. Oh, all this smells so bad. The skunking stuff on him, and, and it doesn't work. He cut it down like fifty percent. Like yeah, it cut it down but, a lot, but he still. I mean, he smelled like skunk for like six months. Oh, it's awful. It was. It, was it wasn't as bad. It's terrible. But yeah, no, it was. Mm. Mm. The wildlife encounters we have are, are interesting. Yeah. Or like, so the little one, she'll just bring back like legs of deer. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. Where did you find this? Like, did you, I know you didn't rip it off. Did you? I don't know yeah. what you did. Well, there's one guy that was just in here. Um, and he was talking about the coyotes that are, you know, on his farm. <clears throat> He's like. So you know what really surprised like massive. me? When we, so we had coyotes for a little while. Right. And we got, we had two female dogs and we got moose. The second moose started peeing everywhere, they were gone. Really? Yep, never came back. <clears throat> yep, kind of left the area, didn't want to come back, didn't want to do it. Well, that guy that was in here earlier, he breathes black labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's always had a whole bunch of dogs over there. Yeah. And I was really, because he was talking about, like, he had, like. He well, he's got about, a lot of farmland now. He was talking about how many mates he had from that dog, you know yeah. what I mean? He was like, da, 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 da. And I thought, man, if he's got, like, you know, eight dogs out there. You shouldn't I'm see I'm really coyote, shocked but... that these coyotes were still coming up there. So here's something cool about coyotes. Um, people don't know. <clears throat> so when you hear a coyote, when when you hear a pack of coyotes and they start howling, right? First thing, in, you know, when it starts to get dark and they're howling, they're doing their thing. Um, that's like a roll call, right? So all of them are checking in. And when one of them doesn't call in, the females immediately start going into heat within like so many hours or days. I can't remember what it is. I have to look it up. Um, but they immediately go back into heat and they start getting ready to have pups because one of them goes missing. And you're like, dude, you talk about survival of the freaking species there. That's insane. I mean, that's a, I don't know. That's just a straight up boss mode right there. Oh, such and such didn't call. Oh, time to have more pups. All right, cool. Let's go. You know, it's like, Dude, that's insane. Um, but yeah, that guy was telling me about that, and um, you know, it, and then you hear things like Rock uh, Rock Creek Park down in DC. They're actually trying to bring in coyotes, um, and I'm like, I mean, so I watched a whole big show one day about coyotes, yeah, and how not to be confused with coyote. Coyote Pat- Peterson, Peterson, whatever his name is, yeah. Liar. <laughs> um, <laughs> that they thrive in urban environments. Yeah. Yeah. So they had videos of like in cities, like big cities. They're all they in were New York. Living in the alleys and they were going oh, through yeah. and they were doing stuff. And people never realized that they saw their yep. dogs, but they were coyotes and they were yep. living in these places that you never thought they would live. Yep. I mean, the same way you have raccoons and stuff, I guess it's all. Yeah. New York City has tons of them, tons and tons of them. Well, I wouldn't say tons, but they have, they have quite a few um, in, within the city. And you wouldn't think that they'd be there. But. It's funny because, you know, 
But they do help control the rat population. They help control a lot of stuff. I yeah. mean, that's even like the, um, you know, everybody hates possums. Oh. Possums are great to have around. I love possums. Possums, they eat bugs and insects, yep. and they don't really Ticks. do anything. And you can never get them to be aggressive. They'll right. make noise at you, but they'll never bite you. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're awesome. They're afraid of everything. Yeah, they So are. it's like, they're, yeah, they're fine to have. Raccoons dangerous. I mean, they can, they can break bad really fast. But yeah. a possum is tenfold less likely to do anything. Yep. Uh, it's like the snakes. Mm-hmm. And have, the you ever, have you ever seen a possum play dead? Yeah. Like legit. Oh, yeah. So our dogs were. We had one that came in the in the backyard, and I have no idea why this possum thought it was an okay deal to come in our backyard, but he did. And he came in from the woods, you know, and he's just kind of moping along. Well, you know, Oslo's a you know at the time I think he was like ninety something pound, you know, Roddy and you know the French bulldog, you know, Bugsy, <laughs> and they go tearing out, and it's like. I don't know, and trying to figure it all out. I go out, and here's this freaking possum, and they're just taking swipes at this possum. And I'm like, so the possum goes to play dead. Well, they also excrete excrete this god-awful smell that makes them smell like they're dead. And what was even worse was my dogs were not phased by it. It was horrible. It smelled god-awful. My dogs thought it was cool, and they were going to roll in it. <laughs> I'm like... Oh. So the only possum running I had with the dogs was now we're at now. Yep. We lived in a neighborhood, like a quarter acre lots. So the dogs used to eat outside. So I'd put them outside the porch and they eat outside. Mm-hmm. And then I'd make them sit outside for a couple hours and I'd bring them in. Well, it was like around, I want to say like Thanksgiving time because yeah. we were trying to clean because everybody was coming the next night. So we were just cleaning the whole house. You know sure. what I mean? So it's like three in the morning. We're still working, and I have left the dogs outside. Well, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> this possum has been coming at night, yep. wandering down after they go to bed, yep. getting on the porch and eating whatever food they left. Sure, you know, what do I care? Well, they're asleep by the door, trying to <laughs> trying to be asleep. Well, this possum, he's an old old big possum, walks up, starts eating the food. <laughs> and they wake up. So all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and then we hear all the screeching and yelling and commotion. Oh, no. And I turn out, and the possum's in the middle, and they are spinning in circles around the possum. Oh, no. And Hazel's ready to kill it. She yeah. wants to bite it. Bailey's kind of, I don't know what she's doing. But they're spinning around and spinning around and spinning around, and Anna's trying to get him to stop, and she can't get him to stop. So the, <laughs> the bigger dog, I walk out, and I'm like, Bailey, inside. So she's like, okay. She turns walks well, Anna's trying to get Hazel under control, but she's a little more focused. Yeah. So finally, Hazel drops it for a moment and looks at Anna. And the second she looks, that possum goes, oh, now I'm a chance. Wham! It bites her right in the snout. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the one time I've ever seen a possum be aggressive. Yeah, that's funny. And then she uh, she was like, all right, just grabbed her. I got some teeth on him, though. I tell you. She had a couple little punctures in there. (laughs) She was fine. But I mean, their body temps are so so cold, they normally don't even carry rabies. Yeah. they're they're pretty good, um, yeah. and a lot of times, I mean, if they're clean, like they don't look that bad. Like their skin, their fur is really nice. Yeah, but like anything else, they get you know weird mange and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> when you talk about skin and stuff. You know, for the fur, you don't ever want to do in the summer because right. it's destroyed. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like, they kind of have the same thing, but they don't have any meat in their head. Right. That's why they have that weird look. Oh yeah. So uh, we uh, so we were supposed to be going to do something really cool tomorrow. But you got sick, and now you can't go. Yeah, I was supposed to go. We were going to Alaska to no. go Bigfoot hunting. No, not a chance. No, not, not a chance. Hunting. No, no. no. Nope. try again. We were going to. Uh, by the way, I, I got a request on the phone that we should talk about. Um, 
beef jerky and how to make beef jerky. Oh, I, uh, that's okay. I don't know how to make beef jerky. Oh, beef jerky's great. <clears throat> I could. I think I could figure it out. Teriyaki beef jerky is my favorite. I could buy it too. Oh, why? I've had it bald before. Why? Once in a while. Oh, so I, I did a dick move today. Too, by the way, really and quick. It's, why would you eat beef jerky? Why don't you just do deer jerky? Well, so that's what I did today. Did you okay. hear about what I did today? I did. You're a horrible person. So a guy You're comes, an absolutely horrible person. So a gentleman comes in who comes in all the time, and I've helped out a million things or whatever. And he walks through. And he has this brown paper bag, and yeah. <coughs> sorry, I'm getting a little hoarse. And he comes in. You got a drink right there. And he says, "I know, but it's not making it better." He says, "Um." Here, I made you. The, I got you this deer uh, salami, right? <laughs> and everybody knows I don't really like deer. And I think he's messing with me. You know, I think he's like joking with me because right. like, ah, here's some deer salami. I know you hate it. And I was like, that's what I need. Was it deer salami or was it bologna? Deer bologna. Was it like summer sausage or what? sure? And he says uh, he's here. Goes da 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 da. And I just was like, oh, that's what I need. More deer meat. Da, 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 da. And it, I didn't realize that he he wasn't ref- being like funny. Like he didn't do it like to be here, Mark. Because I know you hate it. He was just nice, and I felt so bad. Good, you should it. have. You should have felt absolutely horrible because of that. I did. I felt really bad. You good? Good. It serves you right. Um, no deer taste. I don't know. Um, deer is delicious, and uh, we did um, so the other day. Uh, um, one of my things that I, I think I do pretty good as far as cooking, there's like a couple of things that I can I can cook okay with. Um, and one of them is... Uh, Groundhog pot pie? No. Sausage biscuits and gravy, right? That's like my thing. It's tough. And... Um, with flour and water and grease. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. You are an ass. <laughs> it's not tough. It's tough to make it taste good. So I use... Um, we have deer breakfast sausage. So... Um, Made that. Oh, that's delicious, man. I mean, you cannot go wrong with that. You can't. I mean, I don't know what's your problem. The consistency's not the same. It can't be. It's not like pork. It's sausage. Oh my god, have you had have you have you heard of this 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 thing called beef bacon? No. I'll go look it up. Okay. But anyway. So it's, no, it's right up your alley of like things that aren't exactly what they are. So if we want to do if you want to do um, deer jerky. If, if you know somebody wants to do deer jerky, um, we'll do a. You know, it's not hard. You know, you can do it with the, the probably the easiest way to do it is with the dehydrator. Um, I like the teriyaki stuff, but um, you know, uh, however you want to do it. But we can do something on that. That's not hard. Um, no, I agree. I uh, so I need. I'd really like to know what the difference between like kippered beef is and like. Actually, so like when you get jerky, yeah, there's hard jerky, yeah, there's how it's cut, there's like you know, it's really thin and stuff, Mm -hmm. and then there's thicker jerky, and then there's like kippered beef, and then there's like slim jim sticks, and there's like (laughs) this more like there might be more like a salami stick, Mm -hmm. and there's so I don't know, I know that that things change drastically when they're making them, but I don't know even what kippering means versus non. It's about how I think it, I think it's about how it's cut. Um, and then how it's, it's never as dry, right? So I wonder but if it's, it's cooked instead of dehydrated. Um, yeah, you ever had you ever had um, pork jerky? 
It's really good. Really, yeah, I've had really I've good. had turkey jerky. That's gross. Yes, yeah, that was like the worst ever. No, but like barbecue turkey. God damn it, Bar- barbecued pork jerky. Hmm. Really, really, really good. Um, bacon jerky. No, nope. which by the way, I don't think it's jerky. I think they just put bacon in the bag <laughs> because bacon doesn't really go bad. You know what I mean? So, but they sell it in like a jerky bag. Right. Um, I would see. So, what is beef bacon? And I read this in there. Simply put, beef bacon is a variation of regular bacon made from beef rather than pork. Hmm. Beef bacon is generally made from thin sliced pork belly, like traditional beef. No, like traditional bacon. Beef bacon can also be made from beef belly. However, you can also make it from the brisket round for leaner options. Why would you do that with a brisket? I have no idea. That sounds disgusting. Well, I'd do the I'd do the beef belly. So let's, I wouldn't well, do the Well, you know. so here's a good example of yeah. of completely differentness. Pork ribs. Yeah. Little baby back ribs, whatever. Delicious. Yeah. Short rib. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. It's not it's not not even close to the same. Right. Yeah, it's a rib. But it's not even close to being the same. Right. I mean, a beef rib and a pork rib, like, yeah. you're not just going to run on a beef rib. That's, they're gross like that. Right. It's not, it's, it's like a slow roasted kind yeah. of thing. It's not smoked. Right. Whereas a pork rib, so I can't imagine that the bacon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I saw, I saw, I saw. I look into it. Well, I saw a thing where a guy was cooking and he, he took this bacon and he was like, it was this weird mass of crap. Yeah. And I was like, that's the weirdest cut bacon ever. It looked like chipped. Yeah. You know what is that? You called it chip beef? Yeah, like, like chip beef, yeah. like cream chip I don't beef. Know what that is? You've never had cream chip no, beef. No, no. we You've talked never about had this. chip beef at all. No. Oh my god, we talked about this. No, it's so good. I don't know. I just like chip meat generally. Like you can go. So if you go get ham, you just get chip. We talked about this. You should, we did. We done it yet? No, dude. I got. Oh, I got too many things going. Oh my on. Gosh, it's so good. So, um, yeah, what that's kind of what it looks like. And I was like, that looks weird to me. And then I saw. I did it. look it up. I, I saw. Did, I did look up chip beef. I did look it up. You can go. You it. can go right now to the store and go to the little Stouffer's aisle, and there's a, um, a frozen things, and in the bag it, it says cream chip beef, no. and you buy it, and it's in a bag, and you, you heat it up. It's really good. You yeah, in the microwave, no. and you pour it over. Um, no. Uh, toast. No. It's better than I think. It's better than sausage gravy. It's the same thing. It's it's the same kind of gravy. It looks exactly the same. It's white gravy. Yeah. White gravy over the top of it. Yeah, it's it's like um, it's not regular beef. It's uh, like corned beef. Mm. I don't know. What's we got called? we ventured off. What did I just call yeah. it? Um, cream chip beef. Cream. No. We're, listen, we can't we we can't very off topic because we had no topic for today. Well, we didn't. But so you're, what's cream chip beef? All right, well, that's really good, doesn't it? Steve? Yeah, that looks like a Reuben. It's kind of it's it's not though. <laughs> it looks like a Reuben. The meat is it's like I said it's a corned beef. No, it's really 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 good. Well, Reuben's corned beef. I know, but it's more <laughs> to it. This is just it's much much thinner. Wait, I got wait, you. Wait, 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 thinner. All right. Well, I'll see what I can do. I don't know. I'm not buying anything out of. I'm not buying frozen meat. No, but if you wanted to try it, just a simple thing. Yeah. You just got. I mean, Starbucks is fine. They make. Like, I, I'm not buying. I'll buy. I'll buy like meat. And a little cookies. bit of stuff. I mean, if you don't make a whole big thing of it, it's not bad. All right, we we'll give it a shot. I don't know. You we said have, to try it, so I'll give it a shot. I've got Unlike like, other people who won't eat deer meat, who it's oh no 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 no. I've eaten plenty of deer meat. Yeah. I've had eaten plenty of deer meat. I've eaten plenty just of throw a gross about it. blue fish, and I've, I've tried plenty of gross catfish. Didn't like any of it. I'm just a realist. My mother will do that to me. She'll be here try this, and I'm like, I found it. Have you ever had it before? 
Yeah, I'm 30 some odd years old. I've had it. I, I like it. This isn't a big secret. In our house, we called it a no thank you bite. I just don't like it. Yeah, we called it a no thank Listen, you bite. Listen, my mother would just make you eat it. Like, you, like she would just drive you to try it. Yeah. Are she was also classic with the classic, like, that tastes horrible. Here, here, try that. Well, why do I want it? I don't want it. You said it was terrible. No, 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 you got to try it. Or she'd give it to you and then look at you. Yeah. <laughs> and like snicker. Like, Misery like, loves company, right? what I want. <laughs> like you're up to something. Anna does that a little bit. Not yeah. too bad. So anyway, we were talking about this, though. So tomorrow, you were supposed to be going. Where were you supposed to be going? Uh, not to Alaska. Not to Alaska. Yeah, no. We were supposed to be going to Cambridge, Maryland. Cambridge, Maryland. Yep. To go duck hunting. Yep. But we're not going to duck hunting because they had too much time off already because yep. of COVID. So we you are, are not. Gonna I am going to go. And yep. I don't think it's cold enough. Yeah. They said they limited out day before yesterday. It needs to get. It needs to be crappy out. Like yeah. it has not been crappy out. Right. I know. Like we had two days of crappiness. You need like a solid. Week of oh, I agree of crap weather. Yeah, like wake up and don't want to go outside weather. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's what you really yeah, need. That'll be in January, February. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, not there yet. We still get these random sixty degree days and stuff in the mix. Yep. Like what did it hit today? It probably it felt pretty warm today in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um. So our guy. So we're going out, and it's so a new guy, right? Yeah, new guy. Un- undetermined. Right. And I told, I, I even told we're Travis. Gonna, we're not going to talk about him until we find out. Right, right, right. I told Travis that I was cheating on him. So Did he tell you that you were going to take a bunch of equipment out and film? No, I'm, uh, I didn't. I didn't even tell these people that. I didn't even tell them. So I assume you're not going to film anything. No, I will. I'm just not going to tell Did them about the it. microphones and the camera? It's only two of us because there were supposed to be four of us. So you can run a camera? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I got plenty of room. So um, now I'm going to take uh, I'm not going to take a bunch of stuff. Um, like when I go with Travis, we we take like a lot of cameras and uh, you know all of that stuff. So this time I'm only going to take I think like two cameras, a GoPro and a and a stand, and then uh, maybe a mic. And well, the mics are nice. Yeah, so, mics make a big difference. Yeah, so we'll we'll get that squared away, but um, see how it goes. It'll be fun. I mean, I'm excited about it and. It's in Maryland. Um, I did find out one thing that I did notice about Maryland is um, Maryland, <coughs> Maryland's DNR site, their their site to go get licensing, we found out is rather difficult. It's through Compass. Uh, they don't make it really clear on their website what you're supposed to have. They offer this three-day thing, and they don't tell you, do you have to buy a hunting license a full, you know, $130 hunting license for non-resident. And they do have this non-resident three-day thing. And then they don't tell you that you've also got to get a migratory stamp for the state, that they don't call it a migratory stamp. They call it something else. Um, and the whole thing is just, it, it. it's such a, and, and credit to like Virginia. You know, if you go to Virginia's website and, uh, you know, you go to their, you know, Department of Wildlife Resources, they don't call it DNR, they call it DWR. Department of Wildlife Resources, you go in there, you go to the app, you go to the website, whatever. You can go in and say, what species do you want to hunt? And say, I want to hunt turkeys. Human. Yeah. <laughs> You're not hunting human. Is there a human box? No. Does, does, the, no. does a, tro- a trooper come to your house? <laughs> Look dumber. Um, but no, so you can hit, you know, like you can say, I want to hunt whitetail or I want to hunt ducks. And it tells you for for ducks. And we talked about this in one of the early, earlier podcasts. All the crap that you have to go through to get federal stamp, state stamp, hip number, hip you know the, the surveys, all of that stuff. 
But Virginia puts it in this nice little thing and says, this is everything that you need. Now, if you've already got your, you know, your e-stamp, your federal e-stamp, cool, then you can take it off. You know, it's okay, I don't need that. But they do it all for you. Maryland does not. And then you're stuck reading like 14 pages of stuff, trying to Google to figure out what I need to be licensed. And so then you you call your guide and you ask your guide and your guide's like, nope, this is what you need. And you're like, all right, cool. Um and, and hats off to being a good guide. You know, that's, a, that's pretty cool. But they do not make this easy, and it's a yeah, pain in the ass. It's not cheap. God, no. No, not at all. Um, those licenses for out-of-state are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, ridiculously priced. All of it. All those, pay, all those stamps, all the fishing stamps, all the hunting stamps, so all the park stamps, they are so much money for out-of-state. Just to hunt in Maryland for three days for ducks. Um, for everything, not including your federal stamps, $54. And, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, our producer's back. We must have messed I up somewhere. I was waiting for him to say, you have it on audio for like the last half hour. Like, oh, right. What are y'all talking about? I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Um, so we've been talking about the... Well, we talked about a bunch of stuff. But we talked about cream chip beef, and Mike said he won't eat anything from Stouffer's. What a weirdo! I did not say that. I said I'm I not going to go get. Meat. I'm not going to go get Stouffer cream chip beef from the store. Um, but anyway, um, so Maryland needs to, you know, Maryland needs to update their website and make it. it it's already hard enough. Why do you make it any more difficult? You know, spell it out. What I don't understand is why you don't just have guy licenses to cover everybody. So, like, like boats, for example, if right. you're a boat captain, you get your stamp for the boat. Yep. It covers everything for the boat. Yep. Basically, the way I think that it should be is, yeah, your federal stamps, you're going to have to buy those because they're for all yep. the states. Absolutely. But past your federal, why they don't just have a, a license that says myself plus up to five or whatever others right. are good under my license because they say extra money for the license, then they pay for their guide license, right. then they pay for their land leases and all these kind of things. Yep. And then when you're adding that in, now you've got the guy paying you. Five hundred dollars to go hunt, and then yep. on top of that, you say, "Hey, by the way, now you need to get three hundred dollars for license." Right. You know, I mean, imagine if you didn't know that, and you booked that beforehand, oh, yeah. and you didn't have the money. Let's just say you didn't have the money to buy that. You're like, well, what do I do now? You oh know? yeah. So yeah. it's, I, I really, I feel that they, they really flaw that system. Yeah. And I think that they don't care if you're out of state. Yeah. They, they really could care less. Well, and oh, that's it, all the states are like that. I don't understand. It, and what's bad is it's not even just that, but they're. I mean, even if you're in state, there's like in Maryland specifically. You know, like I know in in Missouri and Kansas, I know exactly how to get my license in those two states, right? And it's not hard. You know exactly what you need to do. Um, and when you go into Mar- or like if you go into like Missouri and you say, okay, this is this is what I need for my license, right? You can walk into any any place you want and go get you know get your license. Virginia is kind of the same way. I think uh, West Virginia is as well. You can go to Walmart and get a license, right? Um, but in Missouri, if you go in there and you say, all right, I'm getting this, I need to hunt deer, I need to hunt ducks, I need to hunt, you know, turkeys. Those are my three things. And you go on their, on their web app and say, I want deer, I want ducks, and I want turkey. And it fills your card up and says, this is what it's going to cost you, right? Um, but going back to what you say, some states do that. Some states allow the guides to be able to come in. And you, I think you still, you obviously, you have to have your federal, you know, federal duck stamp. But you, you still have to buy like a state. Hip, you know, registration survey, all of that stuff, and you buy their state stamp, right? Nine bucks, you know, whatever, you know, plus your twenty bucks for 
the for the federal license you know, for the uh, federal stamp, and you're done. Well, your big states are the ones that make profit off of it. So I think there's 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 a difference. Maryland makes a lot of profit off of I it. I think when we look at states like okay, West Virginia, for example, sure. Not making a huge profit off of these things. Not they're, off of duck hunting. They're no. going to duck hunting or fishing or any of that. Right? Are there things that we can? Well, I think they make so money so off so of fishing. Eh, I'd be surprised. Trump and you know, fishing. and you know, well, you know why I'd be surprised? Because during COVID, the governor said fishing's free. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, like in the middle of COVID, when everyone was at home, yeah. he was like, "Do you need fishing license? Go fish." Dude, that's cool. So, right. but, but that, I, I, I got to give him some credit. That there. Shows that's cool. You, <laughs> you know, kind of the idea when you look at Maryland. Where I think they basically, it's not, the money's not there just to take care of the right. ref, you know, to preserve the environment or whatever. It's there for them to make money mm-hmm. because they've got so much estuary money tied into it. That's why their fees are That's why Florida is so ridiculous for like a three day pass. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was. I'm going to say it was like $75. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money for a fishing, you know, and that's that migratory, the non resident migratory for Maryland, just the three day pass there is 45 bucks. It's, that's to hunt birds for three days. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And you can't hunt on Sundays in Maryland. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was so shocked people were hunting here on Sundays in West Virginia. <laughs> well, was it's like, new in Virginia. You used to not be able to hunt in Virginia. Well, here. the killer, the real killer is that so if you live in West Virginia, yeah. it really sucks for the licenses. Because if you want to go saltwater fish anywhere, you're going to have to go to a state that touches the saltwater, right? And you're going to have to pay for an out-of-state license, oh yeah, which is going to cost you for a title license, which is going to cost you now. You get Virginia one, still good in Maryland, still good in Virginia, it's still good in most places that might as well touch. But it's no good. I'm not going to get one in West. I, mean, I can't get a, a a title license in West Virginia. They're not going to give it to you. So I, every time I buy a title license, I got to buy it from another state, and that yep. sucks. Yep. Or you just go with a charter. That, well, they get that right. I mean, they give you the charter license, the six pack license, whatever you're doing like that. Well, so we used to even even our boat. So like when I was growing up, and you got your boat registration, yeah. you could get a um, a fishing license for the boat. Yeah. So it covered even if you weren't commercial, just anybody. Yeah. And it wasn't that much money. I think when the licenses were like thirty bucks, it was like yeah. one hundred and fifty bucks. And the person that got it, that filled it out, got a hard copy of a regular license for them too. Yeah. So you had. The boat license, your license, and yeah. then whoever you ever brought on the boat was good to go. Yeah. And I I always got on for the boat. Yeah. Because a little bit of money that is yeah. versus going out and you've got your friends say, make sure I have your license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the and they don't. guy doesn't. Yeah, now you're and now you're sitting there dealing with that crap. Yep. Whereas for what it was just to get it, and I'll never forget it was it was just a little striped bass mm-hmm. and it had a year and it was a different color every yep. year. It would go through and you'd stick it right by your number. Yep. And it was just just that simple. Yep. But out of state stuff, man. They they yeah, they, they definitely drag you across calls for that. Yeah. They do. So uh, and the cool thing is, this is the other thing is I'm I'm actually really looking forward to it. So um, I think I talked about it. So I shoot a Beretta A400, right? And I shoot a, a the, so there's chokes. Uh, most everybody who's ever shot a shotgun understands about chokes, but for the folks that don't, you know, or maybe not understanding, there's chokes at the end of a shotgun. You know, I shoot a 12 gauge, and at the end of the shotgun, it's these chokes can taper. Like, taper. So you have the ability to make your pattern smaller. Um, you know, longer range for different shots and different, you know, types of, of BBs and things like that, you know. So I've always shot, you know, uh, an MR, you know, mid-range, you know, choke from different folks. And I've tried out a lot of different ones. And, and it's important, you know, if you've, if you've <coughs> never shot a choke before, like specific for ducks or turkey or anything, you know, go and, you know, get your get your duck, you know, pattern and go shoot it, Right. Um, 
and one of the cool things, well, I'll kind of get to this in a minute, but so I got Allie a new choke for her gun. She got a Jeb's, um, Jeb's choke. And uh, I actually sent something to Jeb's and said, hey, you know, this is what's going on. And they sent me one to, they basically sent me a choke for her gun and said, hey, look, you know, you can test it out and, you know, write, you know, do some videos of it and things like that. And you can keep it. It's a hundred dollar choke. So they were really cool about it, you know, and they said, you know, do some videos, talk about it, things like that. Like it, dislike it, whatever. Let us know. So um, she got one for, she shoots a Stoger 3500. Um, and it's kind of cool because Allie's, Allie's pretty beast when it comes to shotguns. She shoots a 12-gauge shotgun. I mean, she, you've met her. She's, she's, you know, she's a small gal. She shoots 12-gauge shotgun, three-and-a-half-inch, generally 1,500 feet per second. So, you know, when she pulls the trigger on it, you know, they're, it, they're most, and, and no discredit to any females out there who shoot 12-gauges and have no problems with it, but she gets in there and she pulls the trigger on on anything and doesn't have a problem with it. So um, tomorrow I'm, at, I'm I'm pretty excited to see um, what she does, you know, as the ducks come in. But pro tip, right? If you didn't get a chance to pattern your gun, right, and, you know, the ducks are coming in, um, one of the things that you can do is say you shoot a duck or somebody shoots a duck and it's crippled, right, it hits the water, ask, the, ask your guide or whoever if you can shoot the crippled, right? And when you do, pay attention to your pattern, <laughs> and you get a water pattern. That'll work. You know, so pro tip right there. So if you didn't get a chance to pattern it, that's a good way to pattern it. Um, just don't shoot as decoys because they'll get pissed off about that. So, And I get that. <clears throat> oh, I wanted to talk about that. Um, yeah. Have you seen the new decoys that make noise? Um, I've seen butt spitters. Uh, so there's new decoys that make noise, and... Basically, anywhere that it's legal to have a spinning or moving tr- Yeah, they decoy. call them mojos. Anything that moves in any way, they're legal in those states. You can also get these ones. Uh-uh. Um, they, like, are they like calls, or what are they, like feeding calls, or what are they doing? It's a, yeah, like a feeding noise. I mean, no kidding. I meant to save it to show you because they hide the antennas for it under the, so it looks like it's feeding. And the antennas are hid because the wings are up a little bit. Right, right. The antennas are under the wings. No way. And it'll move too, but it'll make yeah. it'll make a feeding noise. Now we use the ones that are duck spit. They call them um, butt spitters, right? Mm-hmm. And they got the butt sit up, and then they'll you know they'll shoot butt up. You know they'll. So, so mostly, I think basically you've got you know regular wood decoys, then you've got flappers, yep. then you've got the butt ones, and but these were and new. The only reason why we use butt spitters really is like when I'm in Kansas or Missouri or something like that. And it's really, really cold, and we forgot to bring like one of our ice eaters out. So we'll put that out <laughs> to keep the water, you know, because we'll go out and bust ice, and you know, so we can put decoys out in water and get them to come in. Um, we'll bust the ice, but when you're doing that, you've got to be you, then, you know, you've got to be able to keep the the water from freezing up again. So we use the butt spitters for that. Um, they typically don't last for more than three or four hours because by that time they freeze up. But, so uh, I don't know if this is – I think I found the wrong thing. Um, so I'll have to find it. I, I saw a little chatter duck. Okay. Chatter duck, huh? First ever made decoy that generates mechanical sound of chattering ducks in the water. Hmm. While doing so, it also has a back flicking feet. My phone froze. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really interesting. Um, I'll take I, a look at it. 
I had never heard anything about it before. Um, obviously, you know, it's limited. It's going to be something you had to use a water can't use it in the field. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, unlike your flappers, you, you know, you're not going to use them with the water. Right. So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, I just wanted to send me the link if you I, as soon as this phone loads the page, I'll send it over to you. Yeah. Um, so that now, have you seen the remote control ones? Yeah, we where you set this. a little pattern. Yeah. Well, we don't have the ones. We don't have them like that, but we have them where like you can hit the button and they'll start. So you're not constantly killing the batteries. They're not. They're not like constantly. So have you ever seen you know like a Roomba? They got a little Roomba yeah. one. No kidding. Drive around, do little patterns stuff like that. Um, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Which is pretty neat. I mean, I don't. It's kind of getting out there of a, a stretch. Oh yeah. That those ducks are looking that hard. That guy didn't move. Nah, fly over. So I, I think the chattering part's neat. Yeah. Again, though, I don't know what they hear distance wise. Oh, they hear. I, I don't know if. They, I mean, you think about it when I, they're way up there. If they hear all that. Oh, they do. They do. I mean, like, like. Um, if you hear like if you hear like Travis when you're in the stand and you know he's you know we were we had three different guides in the in the stand you know in the blind that we were in last time and you'd have somebody calling then you'd have somebody you know feed call then you'd have somebody you know with a whistle you know depending on what it is and so I think that's the catch with you know, these I think you could with the decoys and the noises. It's yeah. mechanical noises. Right. You can't have tape noise. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I think this makes a mechanical noise. All right. Which is the reason why they're legal. Sure. Anywhere where you have a where you can have an automated yeah. motion. That's decoy, pretty cool. You can have it, which was I thought that I, mean, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, no. What a cool idea. But uh, I like I mean, I can't feed call worth the hell. I mean, you know, but uh but it's cool once you you know, you're when you finally do get one and it's halfway decent, you're like, Yeah. You know how much those motorized ones are? Oh, they're the expensive. HDIs? Hundred and ninety dollars a pop. Yeah, we'll see. Check Max Prairie Wing um, or uh, Rogers. Those are the two that I go to. Stupid phones. Um, Max Prairie Wing and, and Rogers are like the two big, big, you know, waterfowl folks. <laughs> well, if you're interested in this chattering thing, go to chatter yeah. chatter I don't know if it's any good or not, but I just saw it today. Yeah. That was interesting. What I did see, and now here's something interesting too. So when we talk about guns, guns yeah. in general. Saw guns a long time. Yeah. Takes a lot to interest me. So usually new stuff, I don't care. Right. You know, it's like, oh look, there's a shield. Now right. it's got you know two different inches of barrel or whatever. The scars, yeah. the FN rifles. Yeah, they came out this week with a scar and a pistol setup. No way. It's so like a like a, I don't know, like an eight inch barrel or something, two two three yeah. little thing, and that looks really cool. But they are super expensive. They're like thirty. How much? Wow. Were they? Like thirty. Yeah, 3200 bucks. But that to me was something really, really cool. Well, they're only, and they're not going to keep them. You know, they'll, they'll probably do it as a limited release, right? Hey, that's the killer with the FN stuff. You know, yep. you never know. But they also did, so they had one that was like, they did recently one and that camo. I can't remember what it was. Optifade but, camo or the. No, it was like an old military camo that they did. And it was like the only one they ever did that kind of special camo from them. Oh, yeah. And they're not selling. They're like stuck at stores. Stores can't get rid of them. So you never know like what's going to take off with the right. little pistols. That's yeah. pretty cool. But they also do like a designated marksman rifles um, scar too. Yeah. That were supposed to never appear, but you can still find those here and there. So those things are expensive. That, scars the, in general yeah, are, are that's a lot the, of money. That's the problem, I think. And that's why they sit on the shelves. I yeah. liked the ACR more yeah. than I liked the. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. The ACR is a sweet cut. Um, hmm. To me, it was a lot more user friendly. Um, it wasn't as big and bulky. It worked really well. I got. It's expensive either, was it? Uh, ACR. About the same price. No, not quite, but yeah. they're up there. I mean, especially like if you want an original one, like made in New York stand one, they're, they're pricey. Um, okay, well, 
You know what? Let's do what we do once a yep. week now. Um, so we talked about a, a lot of ducking. So. so we talked about ducks. Yeah. We talked, talked about, about the, the news magazine. Um, we talked about, about we got to get a deer jerky recipe out um, to whoever recipe. it was. Um, I believe it was sarcasm, but still, That's fine. we play off sarcasm realness. Um, we've been doing a gun a week thing. So yeah. today, Anna put this one out. Um, a this little, is cool. A little bit ahead of me. Um, this one's interesting. It's a little out of my wheelhouse. So I normally, like, it's not completely out of my wheelhouse. Right. But it's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. It's a little different. So when Ada brought it over, um, it <laughs> it's was a little out of your wheelhouse. It's a little out of your time zone, too. It's a little, yeah, it's a little out of my, I, I was, <laughs> this was not when I was around. Um, I like antique stuff. Um, or need old stuff, but yet again, this is this is not quite. When I look at old old stuff that's neat to me, a lot of times it's like uh, mill spec guns, war guns, stuff for War II, stuff like that. Um, not so much what we're going to talk about. So this is a old Smith and Wesson. That's cool. So it's a single action only. That's why it doesn't have a trigger guard because <laughs> it doesn't need it because it can't go off because we don't got the hammer. Um, so it's set up with a. Snap top, whatever to call it, opens the back. Like a Schofield design. If you sell it, auto ejects. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, this is pretty neat. Um, 32 Smith & Wesson, I believe is what this cob are known. Um, no, 30, sorry, 38. 38 Smith & Wesson. Yeah. Not to be confused with um, 38 Special, right. which is what we use now. So 38 Special, 357, they're about the same cartridge, one's higher than the other one. Right. Um, this uh, 38 Smith Wesson was a completely different round. Right. And if you, you cannot put a 357 in that round. You can't put a 357 or a 38 or, or Special 38. or anything yeah. in here. Um, and you can tell because the chamber size is completely different. Right. So it's a, a completely different thing. What's neat about this one. How does that open? Do that again. Oh, the actual control in the back right here. Yeah. So you pop that up. Ah, uh, okay. That's slick. I, I like that. like that. So it's on the site. So here's your back site post here. Yeah. And if you press it up, it's pretty streamlined. It goes through. Yeah. So they didn't. Um, they didn't put trigger guards on guns for a long time. Right. And they didn't actually have like triggers like the conventional triggers. Because well, when was that made? This one was made in actually the actual year. I think that was like one. 1877 or something. So it was manufactured <laughs> from 1876 to 1877. So it was only manufactured for a year. Um, they made I think 25,000 roughly is what they made of these. So they made a bunch. Doesn't necessarily mean there's a lot left now. Right. Um, but they, yeah, they made a bunch of them. This type here, like I said, they didn't have trigger guards. Yeah, they weren't double action guns. So if you had it cocked back, you pretty much knew you were going to shoot it. You weren't carrying this around like that. So you'll see later on as they get to like bigger production guns, right? You know, like you would carry it a whole stuck all the time. Like a duty gun, I'm going to say. Like like sure. somebody would carry, like, like a, a peacemaker. military would carry, or something like that. Your larger frame guns, but these like pocket guns like this, yeah, they didn't yeah. have, they really ever had trigger guards on them. Um, like I said, because you weren't really that worried about it, because you had to have the hammer back, you couldn't accidentally set this off. Maybe you could do, nope, because she's got secondary locks on her, so that wouldn't be a concern. Um, <coughs> yeah, so this one's somewhere between 80, you know, 86 to 87, so that, you know, that year there. 18. 86 yes. and 18. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, Not 19, 18. This is what they consider a small frame. Um, Smith, it's a center fire gun. This is the very first small frame they ever made. That is so cool. Um, so this model was patented after um, they made it in 44 as well. It is 
gorgeous. So this I is mean, a smaller. That 44. thing looks like it. It literally looks like it came off a shower. So what? So 1870. Let's say 1877. Right. The oldest. Um, 1877. So 1977 would have been 100 years old. Yep. So this gun's old. <laughs> yeah. This thing's got. It's got some age to it. I mean, it's you know, it's it's definitely an old gun. Um, but it doesn't look like it. It doesn't feel like it either. Like if you held this thing and felt the action to it, you'd feel like you could shoot this. I would yeah. if I had rounds for this and I wanted to, I would feel comfortable shooting it. Really? Yeah, I mean it's it's just solid, it's held up every time. Um they were made in stainless, they were made in blue, and they were three inch barrels, three and a quarter inch barrels, and four inch and five inch barrels. So they had a bunch of different variants of them. And then um this one Oh, no, I do have the exact date. I'm sorry. This one was made September of 19... September 17th, 1877. So you have the whole history behind I that do. gun right there. I do. So I have... Okay. So I have the history from Smith & Wesson. So you can, if you have a really old Smith, yeah. you can go ahead and call Smith & Wesson, and you can actually find the documentation on when the gun was made and who was made from one of those things. Wow. Um, so this one here was made in... September 17th, 1877. It's serial number 20,799. It was delivered to a, this is how, this is how thorough it is. It was delivered to an M.W. Robinson of New York City, New York. Smith & Wesson's largest distributor at the time. Records indicate that this firearm was equipped with a four-inch barrel, nickel finish, checkered black hard rubber grips, which is what this is. Pretty darn neat. Dude. And it looks gorgeous. Yeah, and it's it's pretty crazy. I think. Are you working on that, or is that somebody? No, this is for sale. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, this is for sale. Oh. This is for sale. It has all its documentation, everything with it. <laughs> yeah. So they're pretty neat on their own, right? To have the proper documentation is really neat. really cool. Um, so you got to call Smith. You got to pay for it. Right, you that's cool though. I'd pay over. for it in a heartbeat. Um, it comes on cool letterhead too. If yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat stuff. Um. If they have it, right? Because a lot of it they don't have, you know, right? Lost. Right. Um, but that's pretty neat. It's pretty neat that it went through. What's really cool is every so often somebody will do one of these and they'll get just some some wild shit. Oh, I imagine like that gun. Like yeah, this gun was ordered for blah blah jails or some police <laughs> department or the army or it was you know some crazy thing like that. Mm-hmm. So I believe this. The gentleman that bought this, when he got it, he was telling me <laughs> that it was something like there were two for sale. And he bought the nickel one, thinking it was going to be worth more. And there was a blued one, and he didn't buy the blued one. And I think we looked up the blued one, didn't make near as many or something. Right. And it was worth like some ridiculously large amount of money. Really? I, I don't remember quote off the top of my head what it was. We have a visitor. But it was. He's been doing that the whole time. Yeah, he's not happy that we locked him out. Um, so yeah, so it's it's really really neat. Um, like I said, it's not exactly like we've been doing lately. Just give me a random gun and I go off cuff with that it. That is cool because I have the paperwork for it. But no, it's it's what's really cool is that um, you know there's a lot of guys that collect Smiths. That's what the screw is on the top, right? Set that screw? set screw is for something. Oh, no. There's two screws on the sides. You yeah, can actually pull so that's the, side for the out sides. From. Um, and then the front side's actually pinned in there. Oh wow! Um, what's Man, that's a lot of freaking work. Well, what's neat about this is this is something that you can buy as, as a collectible piece. Yeah. Um, you still handle it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to hurt it to handle it. It's not like it's pristine. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, if you've had some 38 um, Smith & Wesson, which you can still buy, right. um, 
you could go out and you could shoot a little bit. I wouldn't suggest shooting it every weekend. No. But you could shoot but it be able to say you once in a while and yeah. actually shoot it and it has the documentation and it's just really, really neat and people like that and what do those guys go for? What's this going for, Anna? Two grand. Wow. That's a steal, I think. Um, I, I mean, think that's just, just well, you know, we've had some really neat stuff come in too. We yeah, have yeah, this come you in. always got cool stuff. Um, the um, we have one of the 320 M17s. I think it's like the first set that was made to be sold, yeah, before whatever. It's in a presentation box with gold coin and all that kind of stuff. And those things are like. Going by twenty five. I haven't seen it yet. I heard about it. Yeah, that's the one. That, that's Anna. That's the one you were talking about earlier, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, want to see it. it's like in a wooden glass case. Yeah. And then there's a. Uh, I, the, I, I briefly saw it, but I haven't looked at it. You know, there's a really cool uh, Python hunter in there that you've never seen of those. Yeah. And you know, so we get some neat stuff. Um, you know, this is cool because it's that's just if you're a Smith and Wesson collector, of, that's a piece of history. You know, it's neat if you're if you're into Smiths. You know what I mean? It's really cool. I want if a peacemaker into revolvers. It's cool. Um, so you know, the, the problem that I find with a lot of those, so that's what's really cool. Okay, so for example, this is old, right? You know, but you can still mess with the shooting. Yeah, you it's can't do that with a peacemaker. Most of the peacemakers or any of those kind of single action armies that we get that are of actual vintage time yeah, yeah, yeah. are so beat and so the tolerances are gone and they're yeah. trashed. You're never going to get to shoot it. It's going to sit away. It's not really a gun. It, yeah. It's like when you buy it's a gun a talking and it piece. just kind of sits there. Yeah. Like there's something to me between having a gun that's a, that I you would don't, agree. don't want to shoot. And then there's a gun that you can't shoot. We're getting, you know we're going to get mean? the yank so in just a it's, second. It's kind of one of those things there. So that's what's kind of neat about. I think that's cool. So, that's badass. Yeah, it's I'm, pretty. I'm neat. a big, big fan. That so. is cool. But, All right. Yeah, Anna's giving us the cutthroat symbol there. So we're we're. Uh, I think we're running out of time. Yeah, I think we're a little. We're a little. Yeah, we've been over a lot lately. This wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's really. right. So um, all right. Well, this is the last podcast we'll do before Christmas. Yep, sure will. Um, so we won't be here next week. Yeah, um, no. I think we'll be here the following week. I think so. I have to look at my calendar. I can't remember. I don't know. We'll see. And then yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we'll let you know. we'll go from there. Um, you know, happy holidays, everybody. And yeah. if you have any questions or anything, call us back. If you want to buy a really neat old Smith and Wesson single action, yeah, I got it. Yeah, we got everything for sale. Cool. Um, so <laughs> that's it. Um, cool. Yep. And pick up the new freshwater fishing and boating guide from Virginia. Yeah, we um, have that uh, in the store if you want one. Come grab yep. one. Um, get all your licenses and stuff too for the new year if you want yep. to come through. Absolutely. A lot of guys come in the beginning of the year and buy their big pass yeah. with everything in it. I just did mine for a lifetime. So that's it good. One of those things you can do too. So I'm old like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, gets, I, it gets cheaper the older you get. It does. Not by much though. Life, lifetime's less likely. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll appreciate you and uh, happy holidays. Uh, and take a take somebody out hunting, fishing, take, you know, fishing kids, do stuff like that. Yeah, take a kid out and uh, let them see what the outdoors is like. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. You've been listening to The Hunting Quest. No matter how crazy, high-tech, or lazy the rest of the country gets, we will always be hunting and fishing. If that's you, you've found your new family. Thanks to our sponsor, Davis Guns and Gear. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Reach out to us by email at info at thehuntingquest.com. And check us out on Instagram and YouTube at The Hunting Quest. See you next time.